Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend, a podcast where two friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And that's the end of the names. That's it. There's <laughs> two of us this week. Just two. Just two. Tud actually, um, you know, phoned it in. We heard about his... Uh, Unfortunate smoking accident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the turkey had gone awry and... Um, you know, it's just listen, listen. Just keep some it. some say it's still on the smoker to this very day. <laughs> no one, no one can really prove. It. Like I guess technically it never stopped smoking. So right. Um, but yeah, so just keep him in your in your thoughts. <laughs> uh, thought th- thoughts and prayers go out to the Tut household. Maybe he's still injecting it with uh, with butter right now. There it it's is. It's not ready yet. Maybe he can't get it on the smoker because it's so slippery from all the butter. <laughs> That's probably it. He's still chasing it around the house. Uh, but hopefully all of our listeners had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, I know I, sh- I sure did. It was nice, relaxing. Uh, you know, took the dog for a snowy hike. Ooh, uh, snow for the long weekend. Oh. oh yeah, we got plenty of snow in the mountains. <laughs> I mean, the ski mountain, the ski mountain opens. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, in less than a week. Oh wow, Tuesday the seventh. There's the first day of operation. But oh wow, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. So we got plenty of snow. I don't remember what snow is like anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we haven't had. I saw a TikTok today of a guy in Connecticut from like Florida who had never seen snow before, and he was like crying how beautiful it was i'm like this is the opposite reaction chris would be having yeah absolutely yeah people talk about it down here the same way they're like oh i love the snow and i was like not me i hate it it's the worst <laughs> they're like why you think you love the snow it's so pretty <laughs> i'm like 30 years of the snow i'm done with it <laughs> how, how you, you, yeah, i was born in the snow <laughs> But how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. It was good. You know, didn't do a ton. Um, you know, parting the kimono. I worked on actual Thanksgiving. I think for maybe the first time in my life. I don't know. Hmm. Um, not used to that. That was kind of weird. Uh, but uh, so we just did a small family thing on Wednesday, and we have uh, we have family coming down. We have family coming down at Christmas and after. So it'll be a busy uh, <laughs> a busy uh, visiting period for us so but it was good i mean ate a ton of stuffing um and and like pretty much it oh we made a i, I think uh we made sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows i think it's the fir- okay i think it's the first time i've ever had the marshmallows yeah <laughs> yeah they were really good what were your takeaways you like it <laughs> yeah it was good it, i i don't know it's like the sweet potatoes and i think i've had it before with like almost like a cinnamon the brown of, sugar yeah, stuff. Yeah. Crumble like yeah, cinnamon brown sugar crumble, but I've never I've not had the marshmallows. Tell you what. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's too much of like a dessert for me to have next to the turkey and the potatoes. It's like uh, and the stuffing. I don't know. It's uh I don't I don't really want like the sweet with my meal. No. Same, you know. Hmm. No, I always pass the cranberry sauce too cuz I'm like, I got nothing against cranberries, but uh it's not the not the flavor I'm trying to go with on my Thanksgiving meal. Now, what about like on a like if you're doing a, a leftover sandwich? Do the cranberries make a play in that, or does it just are you just straight just gravy? Just yeah, gravy is my uh, the the moisture to keep the sandwich <laughs> from getting too dried out. You know, sometimes you'll see uh, like sandwich places that have a like a, a Thanksgiving meal special. You know, they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's got with like the little cranberry sauce on it. And uh, I mean, 
I've had that. It's not like I don't know what it's like, but nah, you, it's not. I just I don't need it. Well, that's fair. I guess uh, yeah. I, we we had a we had a debacle with with cranberry sauce this year. So um, <laughs> yeah. Long long story short, we thought that we got some or we ordered some. We we paid for some. We cannot find. It may be in this house somewhere. <laughs> You'll find it for Easter. Yeah, we we cannot find it. It says it was delivered. I don't know. So we tried to like last minute sneak in, get an order in on like on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, nope, they didn't have any. They were all out, all out of cranberry sauce. So um, it was a cranberry sauceless meal for us. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we, that's a bummer if you're really looking forward to it yeah i i mean day of it's not my biggest thing on a sandwich sure i'll i'll have it on a sandwich uh not my biggest thing day of <laughs> okay mine's the stove i need the stove top i need i need the yeah. the real the real stuffing yes yes <laughs> it doesn't come from a, that red cardboard box <laughs> why bother i know right it's way too much way too much butter and uh, Oh, I don't know. It's, there's something about it. Stovetop, you should sponsor our podcast. Yeah, for sure. I think we should. I think I should have stuffing, incorporate stuffing into the rest of my life more instead of having it one day or one weekend a year. You know? Right. Just uh, have stuffing all the time. Why not? I think I've. Like I think there was a commercial like stuffing in the morning, stuffing in the evening, stuffing at supper time. Yep, I remember that commercial. <laughs> it was a it was a really good one. Would that be for stuffing? stuffing? Bites. Yeah. <laughs> that th- the funny thing is that jingle can be used for both stuffing and condoms. So uh, that's true. <laughs> Twenty four hour lasting condoms <laughs> that taste like gravy. Uh, Oh man! But all, all of, <laughs> you're gonna transition off of that, huh? All of this, all of this condom talk is making all me, this gravy flavored condom talk is making Chris <laughs> thirsty. So thirsty. Oh man. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe it's actually making me thirsty after all. Um, I got a beer here. And this is a new addition for the liquor store, the the grocery store near me, mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's a brewery I never heard of called Big Tree Brewing. I kind of wish we had Ted on for this because it's out of uh, Williston, Vermont. Never oh. heard of these guys, but I uh, want a little taste of New England. You know, have some of the the OG, and this is their Yacht Rock Hazy Single Hop Mosaic IPA. Mm. It's um, Got very much like a neon 80s color background with a, a guy on a boat. Yep. With cut off. He's wearing like a tuxedo, but with cut off shorts. Yeah, I'm basically. seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a really cool teal colored boat uh, called the Reservoir. But anyway, let's see if this can. Let's see if the beer lives up to the can. Um, I don't know. I checked the can on date before I bought this, but I am a little concerned because the quote on the side says, because summer can't come soon enough. Loads of late edition <laughs> and dry hopping for max pleasure. Uh-oh. Um, but it's canned 92721. So. Oh, it's not, that's not too bad. 
Not too bad. Not like the freshest beer I've had on the show this last couple weeks, but no, it's still acceptable. I still bought it. Right, right, right. So let's see. Pours here. It's that nice golden haze color. Mm. That beautiful, that beautiful golden straw. We love to talk about here on <laughs> the show. And again, this is a single hop mosaic, mosaic hop IPA. I'm not getting a ton of aroma. I nice long lasting head sticking around here makes it a little hard for that nose taste to penetrate through. <laughs> but we'll see if we can't get some more nose flavors as we dive into the mouth flavor. See how it tastes. Here we go. Mmm, beer. And like uh, when you're when you're done sipping the beer, w- remind the listeners where Mosaic lands on your hop list. I know generally C's are a hit with Obert. That's that's one I do know. But <laughs> yeah, Mosaic, I'm I'm a fan of, but not like. I'd say it's definitely single digits. Probably like seventh favorite hop. Okay, all right, that's solid. <laughs> not not like the best ever, but. Not one I shy away from either. You know, it's like, oh, mosaic. I like them. Fair enough. Um, quite a quite a bit of sweetness in here, though. Sweeter than I was expecting. Um, light fruit flavors, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was Ted, I would be able to tell you exactly which orange-colored round one with the peels it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, tangerine. Okay. Nice, uh, juicy hoppiness. I don't know. It's it's Maybe it's because it's a single hop beer, but it's not a super complex. It has more of a flatter finish. Okay. Doesn't really leave a lot of lingering notes, but I do get on the back end a little bit of maybe a sweeter pine taste. Overall, solid New England IPA. Um, or, well, they don't even call it New England IPA. They call it a hazy, mm. hop, hazy hop, single hop mosaic IPA. Not Nothing really I want to at home again i maybe i should try something else from this big tree brewing because to be honest i based on this alone i wouldn't go out of my way if i saw them i wouldn't be like oh i had their beer that was really good right you know it's like there's you could put this ipa in a lineup with six others and i wouldn't really be able to tell the difference you know it's just like uh not nothing special about this hazy ipa it's just another one another one hmm yeah yeah i'm not uh i mean Mosaic's a solid hop. Um, trying to think, like I don't know, do, do, is mosaic floral? Do you get floral notes? I don't know. I don't remember. That's a good question. Yeah, I do. Maybe when I was thinking when I was trying to describe that light piney, sweet piney okay. aftertaste, that is a little floral. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's not often you see a like you you see a lot of like citra straight citra beers. Like I guess you don't see as many mosaic beers, even though citra and mosaic is like a very key combination in your New England IPAs. So right, I don't. I mean, hey, I personally, I think I prefer mosaic straight mosaic over straight citra. Um, but them together, match made in heaven. But yeah, but I am more. Uh, I'm curious about Big Tree. I need to. I'm not. I'm not heard of them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd be really curious when we we get Tud back on um, to see see what he has to say. Yeah, just doing a quick googling. Seeing some purple Google links from the last time I tried to describe mosaic hops. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says uh, citrusy, floral, piney flavors. Yeah. Um, uh, it's apparently the daughter of the Simcoe hop. Like, oh. It, you know, I came from there. Interesting. Yeah. I also see another link. Mango, pine, citrus, herbs. 
This one says it's noted for its blueberry or berry medley aromas, but I and I, which I think I'm glad that they put here when I say clementine. It's like definitely a sweeter. I could see berry. I get berry. Clemonberry. Clemonberry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I'm not gonna go as far down as a three and a quarter. This would be a three, just an average three and a half. Just, okay, it's fine. Yes, you know, it's, it's good. fine. Not yeah. bad. Um, so I have it here. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, one thousand two hundred and sixty-nine ratings. Nice on Untapped. So, what okay, do you I'm think? I'm surprised with having it made all the way out to Montana. There's not more. Yeah, I was actually when you said yeah. you picked it up at a local grocery store or what have you. I was surprised that it uh, it made it all the way out there. I know not often do you get the fruits of the north. So yeah, and that's the northeast. Yeah, uh, and that's true. that's why I picked it up because you know it's hard to get Vermont beers out here, and and that's what attracted me to it. If I was back in Connecticut where there's like Vermont beers all over, I'd be like, yeah, you know, right. it's just another one. I never heard of these guys, but I don't think there's gonna be a lot of hop hype. I don't think it's gonna be above a four. Um, I think it's going to be like a 3.70. All right. So a little far, a little off this time. Um, 3.91. So, okay. I mean, maybe those two months of freshness played a role. I don't know. Could be. Um, yeah, here's a, here's a good, you, you mentioned it because you saw the Vermont, uh, and you, it, you were, you wanted to get it. Um, if you were to see sip of sunshine, would you, would you buy it? Of course. Okay. Of course. Right. Yeah, like, without a doubt. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I feel like every time I see those those bright yellow cans, I'm just like, I need to, I need to, I need to have this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They got me. They got me reeled in. Because <laughs> even when I went home, it was like one of the first four packs I bought was like I went to uh, a packy up there, and I was like, they had a they had a great selection. But one of the four packs I walked out with was Sip of Sunshine, even though it's you know you can get it everywhere. I'm like, I I need to get I need to get some. I think it's fair to say that it's my my favorite favorite doing an IPA that you can get everywhere. You know, um, especially and, you know, like, it, or I should say, maybe not get everywhere because you can't get it in Montana, but you know, right, right, in Connecticut, right. it's 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 universal. They're right. not they're not selling out. No, not anymore. Um, yeah, it's often like, and I, I I'm sure you get it sometimes with you know to oh if you ever tell someone you host a beer podcast, but. Um, you know, on Twitch all the time, literally, uh, I'll be like, oh, beer dad, I'm drinking beers. I talk about the podcast and they're like, well, what's your favorite beer? And I was like, that is such a question I can't answer. I'm like, I've had so many beers. <laughs> I'm like, So I always say, I'm like, probably one of the ones that you can get most frequently that I really enjoy is Sip of Sunshine. I, I, so that's yeah. kind of the same, uh, same tactic that I take as well. So um, I'm like, I don't know, favorite. Maybe you should just be like way too specific and be like <laughs> December 6th, 2017, I had this uh Cast, sip of sunshine cast can. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and oh, it was the best beer I ever had. This one particular can of sip of sunshine and I keep buying it hoping to replicate that one magical yeah. day. Um so far none yet. Um I don't know, there's uh we talk about we've talked about this many times before it's like you know there's definitely beers that i like remember fondly um and it's some of them i've only had once or twice but it doesn't happen all the time yeah there's also a lot of beers that i'm like oh i had this four years ago hmm, interesting 
Oh, you mean you for- totally forgot that you've oh, yeah. had it once. I've totally forgotten. There's so many beers I've forgotten. Like, there's some where I'm like, have I had? And I'll check. But, uh, yeah, no, that's why Untapped so great. Because you're like, ah. Oh, there you go. I had this four years ago, and I still think it's good or whatever. Yeah. I do get disappointed when I find out that I checked it in already, and it was not great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, this is a waste. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a slow check-in year for all of us, I think, with the uh, a lot of breweries being closed for you know the first half of the year, and I'm still going out less than I was before. Yeah. COVID, so. Yeah, we, we haven't quite hit the age with Luke where it's, like, easy for us to go out. So, you know. And then even then they're like, oh, they have two kids at the brewery now. Cool. <laughs> and like <laughs> other parents get it, but some parents, some other non-parents don't. So yeah, screw you. I like beer too. <laughs> um, but yeah. But speaking of liking beer, I think I think it is my turn to have, yeah. to have one. What beer that you like are you going to have for us tonight? Oh, I hope I like it. I, I guess that's the that's the key. I we'll hope find out. I, tune in next week. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Will Chris crack a beer? Will he drink it? Will he enjoy it? We'll find out on next drinking alone with friends. All right, bye everybody. So, <laughs> thank you for tuning back in this week. Um, so I have I've I was I was looking through my beer fridge and this one. I remember, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember buying, but I did buy it because <laughs> it is out of North Carolina. Um, but it's been sitting in my fridge for a little while. I think I was like, oh, this is going to be a good uh, stream beer. And then many other beers got in front of it. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, but I have something from Heist Brewing Company out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And it's called Hive Fives. Hive Fives. And it is a hazy pale ale with honey. So, Ooh, yeah, that's not a combination you usually see that all that much. Yeah, um, and it shows on the can, um, like a hop dressed in a beekeeper's outfit, a um, bunch of bees all over the place, harvesting that honey, harvesting that honey for the the hazy uh, pale ale. Now, the one thing I will say is this: it says keep cold and drink fresh. Um, but it was canned on March 10th, 2021. So, Ooh, okay. It's a, I did not buy it back in March. F- FYI, for all you listeners, I didn't buy it in March, so I just didn't see. They kind of snuck it. It's you can't. It's a dented can, first and foremost, and then they kind of snuck it right there on the side. Mm. It says buzz. Um, so, <laughs> so Good finding. I would never have seen that expiration date I, Well, the, the I, sold-by date. Yeah, yeah. I, I just so happened to uh, have... Uh, noticed it so i'm hoping it's still good i'm hoping it's still good but yeah i i was intrigued it sounds like it's going to be refreshing um as long as it's held up which i hope it has uh quick side note um drew checked in a sip of sunshine an hour ago four seven five <laughs> nice nicely done i i think it's good good rating it's, it's it's you know it's not a bad rating i, I i'm not surprised by it so there you go pouring get all that honey residue of course you gotta stir all that honey in <laughs> Ooh, oh my goodness i don't know you got you probably won't be able to see this i don't know if you can see um what's happening in my glass i don't know if you can make out what just it is so weird this beer is like i <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain this 
Um, it's got like the little floaties in it. No, no I don't know. If, uh, I need more backlight so you can see it. But it's almost like did it like freeze or something? Or I mean, there is. Oh, is it slushy? No, it's it's got. Well, I don't think so. No, not slushy. Um, the slushy test. <laughs> not slushy. Um, but it's like I mean, it's a nice light yellow um, color. Um, the head is 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 not super thick, but it's still there. It's hang it's hanging around. Got some nice lacing. I, I'm trying to like I don't know. I can't explain what I'm trying to say, but basically at the bottom of the glass and when I was pouring it, it looks as though like if you were to pour milk into water and like when it settles and it like makes that weird cloud thing. <laughs> okay, it's not a great example. How are you pouring milk into water? <laughs> That's the only thing you I can think of. Trying to make your milk go further? That's, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like it does it didn't like it, there was definitely clearer parts and then the hate is like is like a big thing. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but anyways, <laughs> it did I it. I guess you had to see it in person. You had to see I, it. It was it was it was kind of weird. I I don't I never really seen that before. So, uh, maybe your listeners pour milk into water. They probably know exactly what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, they're yell, like. they're yelling at their radio right now. Over how do you not yeah. know? <laughs> the age-old age-old tradition of pouring milk into water <laughs> on thanksgiving um but uh i'm excited to uh excited to try it it looks it looks like a delicious beer it does look yummy yeah it I looks will say it that. looks really good all right so on the nose i can tell i can tell right now there's some sweetness in this thing now i know it's made with honey everybody's like duh of course um but i get some some honey sweetness and then like mango oddly enough like like that, that kind of that kind of sweetness. Like, um, so I'm I'm very excited now. I hope I hope it's held up over the last well eight months. Um, so I hope it's I hope it's held up all right. So let's see let's let's see how the the mouth taste is. Okay, okay, I, I see you. I see you there. I'm like trying to figure out where where I get the honey. I mean, there's definitely some sweetness to it. Um, but this is now it may help that it's like super cold. Um, but it's got some bitterness on it on the very front. You get hit with some bitterness and um, some um, more like orangey, like tropic citrus flavors. Um, nothing too too abnormal there. And then it does sweeten up a little bit at the end. But I do carry quite a bit of bitterness throughout the whole thing, um, which I don't I don't dislike. But I was surprised that there wasn't a more like I expected, a, especially even from the smell, a sweeter a sweeter beer, you know, but I'm trying to get honey out of it and I'm struggling. I'm struggling there. Maybe, um, the adjustment, uh, adjustment sip right here. Yeah. Is, uh, I wonder if it's just the hop hoppiness is overpowering the honey. I mean, either that or did the honey lose its effectiveness over the last eight months? I don't know. Um, normally you'd expect the hoppiness to fade, but that is, that is, that is very apparent, very clear here. Um, all right, the more I the more I drink it, I'm starting to get it a little bit. I'm starting to okay. The, that honey sweetness is coming out just a little bit. It's 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 very slight. It's very slight. At least in this one, uh, very slight, and it's like mellowing out. I don't know if my tongue's just getting used to the bitterness right now, but it's like definitely mellowing out a little bit in the middle. So it, I mean, it's 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 ever so slightly. You if you have to like really search for it. So I'm hoping that maybe next March, if they make <laughs> if they make it again. Um, I'll be able to get a fresh can because I'm I'm like it's a very solid beer right now. I'm not like I'm not dis I don't dislike it. I enjoy bitter. We all talk about this. Um, 
I wish it tasted more like how it smells though because it smells amazing um mm. like it's like it's like a it's like a solid four and a quarter smell wise but <laughs> but <laughs> but you just get the slint of honey I just on the just flavor. a slint of honey yeah and i was expecting something a little bit a little bit sweeter um than what this is um not bad by any means um definitely different uh i don't see it uh, we talked about it we don't see a lot of beers with with honey in them um but i mean it's a solid beer. Yeah, I mean, it's just a solid beer. Um, there's nothing too earth-shattering about it, one way or the other. Um, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a three seven five. It's it's solid. It's solid. Could I give it a three and a half? Sure, but I'm I'm generous. I'm generous today. I'm generous most days. I feel. That's how I felt about mine too. I bumped it up from the three and a quarter. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a beer. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it, like I'm sure. I'm sure. And Heist Brewery, I know you're listening out there probably. Uh, <laughs> Like I'm sure it was a beautiful beer on tap, and feel free to send me a brand new case when you <laughs> when you when you uh, put put a new one together because I'd like to try it fresh. I, I think it how it tastes eight months old. Um, I think it could be a four or maybe a four and a quarter if it were fresh. So yeah, um, you're kind of factoring that in. Yeah, yeah. So it's one thousand seven hundred and fifty three ratings. It's tough. This is a tough one because it's. I have an older, an older sample. Um, I'm going. I don't think it's going to be a four. I don't think it's quite a four. Um, but I don't think it's going to be as low as I am. I think it's right in that sweet spot. Uh, I'm actually going to say because your beer was. I'm going to say it's a three point nine one. Uh, three point seven five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe this is exactly how it's supposed to taste then. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. The other one was a three point seven zero. So okay. Well, pretty close. What the heck? What a crazy. Uh, wow. Okay. Damn. I should just. I was. I was. I was. I was the people to this this week. I know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So Chris, <laughs> man of the people. Yay! I did it. This is two weeks in a row for me. I know. I'm a, is it in the shoes? Uh. <laughs> uh yeah well i mean hey 0.16 i will take it yeah i'll take it uh it's only it's only on drinking alone with a friend you can let that kind of shenanigans play <laughs> exactly uh, yeah but yeah that's a bummer neither of us really had uh outstanding beers no this eh, week what you gonna do there's so many beers yeah. in the world they can't all be uh be superstars you know it's true yeah you know i like to bring the best beers around on that I can find on this show. But uh, this week, Yacht Rock was not, was not that. So yeah, well. we'll try for you here, fans. You know. <laughs> we try. We tried uh, so hard. Got to try new breweries. I know. I know. Handle it up? I think so. I think it's that time. Well, without further ado, I think it's that time. We're going to kick it over to the Frosty Mug of Wisdom. Bust out that special two-handled mug. Um... Fill it up with life advice, wisdom, you know, recipes, maybe. (laughs) We'll find out. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom!
streak. Mug of wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Check him out. Wreck my podcast. Uh, get your nostalgia dose and just uh, listen to our good buddy over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Chris, gatekeeper, man of people, Chris, this week, honk, 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 honk. Thank you. Honk. Thank you. Um, who's going first? So because I have a handle, I'll go first. How about that? Okay. Um, Sounds good. And I think everybody, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the entire audience has been waiting for this handle uh, because they know what 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 I do. Um, but there's new Pokemon games out, you guys. I don't know if you guys knew about this. Uh, so two Fridays ago, uh, the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, uh, were released. And these are Gen 4 remakes of the Nintendo DS games, uh, that I hold very closely to my heart. So, uh, but I finally was able to start playing them on stream and, uh, it is like, I mean, a blast of nostalgia and they're a ton of fun. Um, now, granted, there are some glitches and bugs, I guess, that are going around that I have not, I have not personally partaken in. But, but I've seen some. It's all that antivirus, folks. Yeah, that's right. I've seen some. I've seen some videos on YouTube of like some pretty funny glitches that you can do, um, including like surfing on land and stuff. It's really kind of bizarre. Um, but unless you can catch missing, no, I'm not interested. No, there is an infinite. Uh, m- glitch thing though so you can like clone an infinite amount of items in pokemon rare candies there we go yeah yeah you could do all that all that stuff um but you know it's it's a lot of fun i'm really having a lot of a, a, a good time with it they've revamped the underground system which um makes it add some more fun stuff down there um the pokemon like it look it's a nice looking game it's very well put together um, and it's just, I don't know, just a fun game to play. If you're a fan of old school Pokemon, um, I would, I would pick it up. I would pick it up. Um, because one thing I will say, you know, the Pokemon community knows the last few games have been super easy, right? Um, not so much this one. This one is actually, oh. this one is actually kind of tough and um, a, challenge. a little bit of a challenge. Now, if you're a serial over leveler, like I am, it may not be as big of a challenge, but, um, you know, uh, from what I've heard, I've not qu- I've not gone through the whole story yet. Um, but from what I've heard, that uh, the Elite Four and the Champion are actually a challenge, and they are tough. And I remember them being hard in regular Diamond and Pearl. So yeah, I was gonna say, is it really any different than the original in terms of difficulty? Um, probably not in terms of difficulty. No. Um, I mean, I I don't know for sure though. I didn't look at at what the specifics were. They said I've heard the AI was better, but I don't know if that's true or not. That's just something that was said in a YouTube video I watched. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do know I see a lot of posts on Reddit and uh, some Pokemon groups that I'm a part of that they're like, yeah, this is my team going into Cynthia and oh, I mean Champion and <laughs> spoilers and <laughs> spoilers of the game that came out 20 years ago, um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's is uh, my team going into the champion, and she wiped me. And uh, and I mean, they have like level sixty five Pokemon, so it's like it it can it can be tough. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, check it check out uh, my playthrough every <laughs> every Sundays and Tuesdays on Beard Eye Gamer. But anyways, um, so go buy Brilliant Diamond Shiny Pearl. Use code TW Podcast for one dollar off, maybe. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, Nintendo needs to sponsor us too. Ninten- that would be nice. Yeah, n- yeah. yeah. I think Nint- Nintendo and the other thing I said earlier, uh, stovetop. <laughs> yeah, we could get a collaboration. You know, start putting Pokemon cards in stovetop boxes. There we go. There we go. I, I don't know. I would add, there might be something there. I would add those to the collection. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, exclusive uh. stuffing uh, <laughs> variety cards. They can have little stuffing kernels, stuffing granules that nuggets i don't know yeah, that, that look like pokemon they're shaped like pokemon that's next level <laughs> yeah there you go yes i mean they could do it with macaroni so right like why can't they do it with stuffing stuffing is just like fancy macaroni that's what they say <laughs> <laughs> all right but anyways um stay tuned in the end of january for more pokemon handles uh but obert what do you have for us today well, um, I have a continuation of my pizza handle. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm ready this for this. Is, we took a little Thanksgiving break. I told you two weeks ago, pizza steel to cook your pizza on. Yep. Now we got to move the next layer up from the steel. Um, well, we're going to skip mini handle. <laughs> Lubricate your pizza with cornmeal and flour mixture 50-50 to keep that pizza from sticking to the stone. But above that <laughs> is the pizza dough, which is the most important ingredient to get right when you're making pizza. Uh, you, can, you can make up for a lot of things, but if you have great dough, that's what's going to set your pizza apart okay. from um, the stuff you get at the store or Domino's or whatever. Right. Um, so I have found a recipe on Reddit that I will put in the show notes, the... Uh, Pizza subreddit, by the way, is just killing me because I'll just be scrolling through and just see gorgeous pictures that could be like in a calendar of pizza pizzas people make at home. (laughs) Just beautiful charring and nice gooey cheese and nice bubbly crust. But um, this recipe I found to be a very beginner-friendly recipe. It's not traditional in the sense of, um, you know, most traditional recipes are just flour, water, yeast, a little bit of salt. Okay. Um, that's most of what you're going to find out there. This is the Papa John's clone recipe, and it adds a little bit of um, oil. And that oil gives the dough a really nice chewiness that okay. hmm. I enjoy both on the first bake and the leftovers. Okay. And um, the one thing that I will say that I've learned the most important thing when I'm making pizza is to cold proof the dough, which is when you make the dough, leave it in the fridge for about three days to slowly develop and ferment. And you're going to get a lot more. I don't really know the chemistry behind it all, but you're going to get a lot bigger bubbles. Your crust is going to rise a lot better. Um, it's going to be more airy and light and fluffy okay. and delicious. Hmm. Um, I think, for whatever reason, the CO2, you know, we don't know a lot about fermentation on the show, but <laughs> the, uh, the way that, that the dough ferments in the fridge for those three days, it let, I think it lends to longer gluten strands and you just get a more complex, richer flavor out of this dough. And it sucks having to make pizza dough on Tuesday for pizza night on Friday, but it's, also gives you something t- that you're excited about all week long, and um, you know you check on it. You're looking in, like, oh, is it rising? How's it looking in there? <laughs> and it's um, 
I don't know. It's just really, really good. So I'm going to put the, the exact recipe in the show notes and another mini handle for you. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but I ended up buying a kitchen scale because I'm not going to mess around with how many cups of flour to put in this <laughs> recipe. I use, I use grams now. Right. I use, put everything on the scale and weigh it, get the precise amount. Yep. But also at the, this point now, I kind of have a good feel, having done it so many times, I have a good feel of when it needs a little bit more flour, when it needs a little bit more water, um, which you just got to kind of figure out for your own what you like in your in your crust. So um, right. that's my handle this week. Make your own pizza dough. Last two weeks ago, I told you to get the stuff at the store. Great place to start. And that's a great benchmark for where you want your pizza dough to be. Right. That's Like I said, you're already, you know, Pillsbury is down like down at the floor, basically. <laughs> the store-made stuff is is the baseline for what you want your homemade stuff to be. Right. So, um, and it's also it's it's flour. It's super cheap. Uh, I just bought this um, type double zero flour, specifically made for pizzas. Basically, I think it's a finer flour. Mm. I haven't cooked. I haven't cooked with it yet. Thanksgiving kind of interrupted my my weekly pizza routine. <laughs> but uh but I will give you updates onto this this special the special pizza flour. flour. Got you. Yeah. Hmm. I've been using the King Arthur bread flour, which has worked out pretty well for me. Right. Yeah. Um so so I will say your your pizza handles have resonated with me. I don't know if we've talked Oh really? Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod yet. But uh we went out, I was like talking with with Dana the next day or the day a couple days later and I was like, Oh man, Obert got me all hyped up about pizza and we, we used to make pizza at home right um we use like uh, this two ingredient dough that we would throw together um and uh but so we actually went out and we we ended up getting a pizza stone because they i think dana found one like relatively inexpensive so i was like that's a oh, nice. you know that's a listen that's a good starter <laughs> it's a good starter and you'll use it and, you know yeah and uh <laughs> after using the pizza stone once correctly um she bought a pizza peel as well so like we had oh yeah we have yeah, that you gotta that's ruined many a pizza for me not having the pizza peel yeah and uh now yeah. never she's like i don't understand why they don't just come packaged together that's the only way they but should you really you really need it <laughs> that's the yeah. only way they should sell them so uh but we've we've transitioned to um store-bought the store-bought dough so i was uh I was very intrigued uh, about making your own dough, etc. Um, and I will say, it makes a big like it does make a it it steps up the home pizza game. E- even the small steps, it does step it up quite a bit. So um, we make pizza probably like once or twice a week now, depending. And the kids like it too, and that's just like win win. Yeah, <laughs> and it's super cheap. It you really, know? it really is not that like i mean for like once you have the the peel once you have the peel and you have and you have the stone and or steel or whatever like it's like flour and right a can of tomatoes like even like, even the store-bought stuff's like a dollar for like a ball of dough yeah like, yeah like, the most expensive part is the cheese yeah yeah i gotta start buying mozzarella in bulk i think but um no you i'm glad uh i'm glad that that i got you on the pizza train yep. And uh, that your family's enjoying it. And you have to let me know if you end up making this dough recipe, how it comes out. And like I said, the key is leaving it three three days minimum, five days max. They said any longer than that, you want to put it in the freezer and reuse another time. Okay. But right. uh, So you can make but, a bunch of this and like freeze it or do they not recommend You can. It? I haven't done that. I was reluctant to 
to recommend that. And there's like, if you Google cold proof pizza dough, you'll see people have whole, made whole blog posts where it's like, this is the day they cook the pizza. Like this is day zero. This is day one. This is day two. And you can see how the dough changes as they wait longer and longer. And you can see how much um, poofier and bigger holes the crust gets okay. as it ferments more and more, mm. which is cool. Cause I'm like, is this really worth it? The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd say 24 hours minimum if you're going to do the cold brew. Okay. Then you just take it out, leave it a little longer on the counter. But um, follow the recipes. Follow the link in the show notes for the recipe. And we'll, we'll go. We'll, 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 won't regret it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. If you're hearing this, Dana, get go to that <laughs> link. Get me all that stuff. And we're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. I know I've, this is my second pizza rant I've gone on here. People can tell I'm passionate about it. Uh, I mean, it, I like, it, I, like I said, I hope it, it inspires other listeners because it, it sold it sold us. A, it sold us. So it's a fun it's a fun thing to make at home. And if you have kids, by the way, just just you know, they can help you dress the pizza, and they think it's the most fun thing in the world. They they literally sometimes they'll spill cheese all over the floor. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that's why you have so many cats for <laughs> exactly. Cats love cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I guess thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, yeah. This was uh, you know drinking along with friend. Always a uh, always a time. Always a fun time. I think it's like a intimate chat with friend. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but we'd like to thank you all for listening. Thank you for the breweries that provided today's beers. I'll go first by thanking Heist Brewery uh, for their Hive Fives Hazy Pale Ale with honey. And I want to thank Big Tree Brewing for their Yacht Rock. And uh, make sure you do all those fun things like following us on social media. Primarily Instagram is where you can find us. Um, but we are also available on a number of other platforms. Um, make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Send, uh, send us some letters or whatever. Just do it. Just do we'll it. We'll print them out. Yeah. Put it in our giant mailbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, email us your letters. <laughs> your physical real letters um and uh yeah make sure you uh jump over to your favorite podcasting app or whatever apple podcasts preferably (laughs) and give us those five star reviews uh because it does make a big difference when you're uh someone's browsing beer drinking podcasts you know it makes a big difference if if we have more five star reviews which we do by the way than a lot of other ones so (laughs) Uh, make sure you're doing that helping the cause and don't forget to uh join the conversation over discord right right mentioned we're active on instagram but discord's also a great place to share your feedback uh your pizza successes and our failures there you go yes let us know if you've had either of these beers you drank tonight and what you thought of them right and uh oh and the patreon do the patreon thing too go to patreon.com slash dw podcast and um you know uh, you get you get some semi-regular content, depending on how busy everybody is. Yeah. A buck a month. <laughs> a buck a month. For sure. Easy peasy. No matter how many weeks are in it. Right. <laughs> Regardless of number of weeks, it's only a, it's only $12 a year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate you guys, and we love doing the podcast. So uh, the fact that people tune in makes us very happy. So cheers to you. Thank you. And uh, my name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone with... If you're drinking alone... (laughs) 
<laughs> if you're drinking along with friends, do it with friends. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. All right. <laughs> and remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friend. <laughs> it's just no, not, not tough. I, hate it. I, hate it I know, right? Oh, man. I mean, some people say it's the best outro we've ever done. Some some say that. Some I wonder how the turkey's doing. I Do you think I'm, he's done yet? I don't know. I, I it's at this point. I don't even know what I envision. Yes, I do. Tut is <laughs> Tut is now battling the turkey. I'm fairly certain. In some way, <laughs> it's grown and like it's got radioactive uh, gamma rays and has grown to ten times the size of his house. Yeah, he 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 miss he severely mistimed the uh, the cooking time. Um, he's still going now. Now it's just chaos, utter chaos. So uh, he's scaling the side of it with like the, this carving knife yeah. and fork, just like working his way up. Uh, what is? He, I don't know what he's trying to do. What would you do? How would you defeat a giant smoked turkey? Uh, fill it with a stuffing bomb, I guess. Ooh, yes, that's what it must be. Oh man, I love how Ted goes on all these adventures when he's not here. I know, right? We gotta. <laughs> We're missing something. I know.